Welcome to Adventures of Supergirl Radio, your source for the Adventures of Supergirl digital comic based on CBS's Supergirl TV series. My name is Rebecca Johnson, and I'm going to do a quick review of Adventures of Supergirl number one, which was written by Sterling Gates and includes art by Bengal. The description for this issue reads, quote, When an escaped prisoner from Fort Roz interrupts a football game, Supergirl is on the scene to take her down. But Rampage is mad about more important things than a sporting event, and no pesky superhero can stop her quest for revenge. So since this digital comic series was written with the intent to be set in the world of the CBS Supergirl TV series, I was glad that it felt like the show to me. It had some help (laughs) with uh, the art by pulling in some moments or shots from the pilot episode of the show, like the flashbacks of young Kara leaving Krypton, her getting Cat Grant's coffee, and saving Alex's plane. And even though, as fans of the show, we can pick up on the little things that were barred from the pilot, if you came into reading this without having seen the show, I think you can still understand what's going on and continue reading it and enjoying it. But overall, I felt like Sterling in his writing captured the characters' voices pretty well. And I was sort of laughing because I even heard David Harewood's voice in my head when reading Hank Henshaw's dialogue. And I've heard a lot of people say that they sometimes will hear an actor who's played uh, a character on TV or in the movies in their heads while they're reading comics. And for me, this was the first time that's happened. So uh, that was kind of fun. Um, As far as Supergirl in this story, I really liked having the internal monologue for her. It's something you can do in comics, but doesn't really translate well for the screen. But it's fun to kind of be in on the action with Supergirl in this story and to know what she's thinking when she's having to fight. And I especially liked Supergirl in this story, how she wanted to handle Rampage on her own um, because the DEO, Hank, wants to send in agents to help her out, but she doesn't want them getting hurt or being put in danger. So she kind of says, you know, I can take care of it. But the downside for Supergirl in this story is that DEO agents are still put in danger at the end of the story anyway because Alex's plane goes down. So she tried to do the noble thing, but there's still a little danger there at the end. One of the things I think this issue of Adventures of Supergirl does really well is show the difference between Supergirl and Rampage. We often talk on Supergirl Radio about how Melissa Benoist's version of Supergirl is a character who will try to talk it out with a villain first before she throws punches. Some versions of Supergirl I've seen are kind of punch first, talk later. Oftentimes she is portrayed as younger than she is on the CBS show, so sometimes she's a little more impulsive and brash, but the one that we see on the CBS shows, she's in her mid-20s and So she handles things a little differently. And in this issue, she (laughs) she's in this fight with Rampage. It's not going well. And she uses her heat vision to try to get Rampage off of her. And she says, please, you need to calm down. I didn't come here to fight. And she explains how the Kryptonian culture believed in communication first. So that's why we see Supergirl on the CBS series act the way she does is because that's the way she was brought up. 
And so her wanting to talk it out first comes in direct conflict with Rampage, who is just wanting to punch her. And so you see a lot of the punching and the fighting going back and forth. And there's actually one really great page where Supergirl is about to deliver her knockout punch. And it's just, it's a couple of panels where she's just determined and you see that fist flying. And so it's a, it's a great little action page. And I love that it ends with Supergirl saying, well, my everything hurts. But Rampage is down. And sometimes, Supergirl, I understand how you feel. That happens to me after I go to boxing class. So (laughs) I like that we get to see that fighting Rampage is a struggle for her, but uh, she ends up being able to knock her out. One of my big questions in regards to the DEO in this story (laughs) is a question that I have asked about the show do people at the Department of Extra Normal Operations know that Alex and Supergirl are sisters? Uh, it came into question in S- Adventures of Supergirl number one because Alex calls Supergirl sis. And she does this when she's around some other agents in the plane. I don't know if like there's a lot of noise happening in the plane and maybe they're not listening in on the conversation. But sometimes I wonder if those other DEO agents suspect anything. As far as the big bad in this issue, Rampage, I didn't know much about her, so I had to do some digging. Uh, Rampage was created by John Byrne and first appeared in July 1987's issue number seven of Superman. In the typical comic book telling of Rampage, uh, she's actually a woman named Dr. Kitty Faulkner. So that's a little brief history of Rampage, but if you want to know more about her, you can read uh, Rampage in another Supergirl story in Supergirl number six, written by Peter David. And just for funsies, if you like Justice League Unlimited, Rampage is featured in a few episodes there in Dead Reckoning and The Great Brain Robbery with a few other cameos, so you can actually see an animated version of Rampage. So the reason Supergirl is called into this Rampage fight is because Rampage slams down into the football field during the fourth quarter of the football game between the National City Sharks and the Metropolis Metros. And apparently in this story, the Sharks killed the Metros 42 to 19. And I, when I was reading it, I was wondering, why did Rampage choose a football game? And if she wanted to mess around in a football game, why that football game? And according to Hank Henshaw, Rampage has a, quote, physiology that allows her to blend in as a human most of the time, but when she's antagonized, she grows exponentially stronger, unquote. So I wondered (laughs) if maybe Rampage had been attending this football game as a fan, and because football fans get a little crazy and do a little trash talking, maybe she got antagonized while she was in the stadium and maybe she was a metros fan and was upset that they were losing so maybe that triggered some anger from her and even though the official description says that rampage is mad about more important things than a sporting event i sort of wondered anyway and i should mention the easter egg that's in this issue Rampage reminds Supergirl of Belinda the Bully, and that is from Cosmic Adventures in the 8th grade. So if you want to see more about Belinda the Bully and how she 
uh, affects Supergirl's life, you can read that series. And I've talked mostly about the storytelling and what is going on with the writing, but I should also mention Bengal's art. And I really liked the kind of cute, family-friendly style to what Bengal did in this issue. Everything was very colorful and fun-looking, and I really appreciated that everything was very clear to understand, and I could follow what was going on. And I, I know that sounds really simplistic, but some comics try to throw a lot of things at you on the page, and it gets a little chaotic sometimes when I read comics and it's hard to figure out what's happening so I personally really appreciated that everything was very simple and straightforward and I could follow the flashbacks very well and it was just very pleasant to look at. I had two favorite panels in this story and the first one is actually on the first page. I often talk a lot about first shots in movies or tv shows And I think it's also applicable to comics. I think first impressions are key with anything, but first images in a comic, uh, first panels, first pages are very important. And what I like about the first page of Adventures of Supergirl number one is that you are immediately put into the fight with Supergirl and Rampage and you see that things are not going very well for Supergirl and I like that we come into this story already cheering for Supergirl to get out of the situation that she's in so I really like the dynamic image that Bengal drew that shows Rampage's hand just smothering Supergirl's face. It looks like Supergirl is out for the count, but you know she's going to come out of it. But I, I like the dire straits that we are immediately put in through that first image. And my second favorite panel in this story is a very small one, but I could look at that and actually see it happening on the TV show and it made me laugh when I was thinking about what it would look like in live action because Supergirl is on like the comm link with Hank Henshaw and she's going back and forth with him about what they should do about Rampage and Hank is telling Supergirl you know get her angry enough and she could level a whole city block and Supergirl says That's why you're not sending any agents in to get hurt. And in that moment, in that panel, you see Rampage with, I don't know if it's part of the structure of the stadium or the field goal, but she has taken some large contraption and she is up in the air. It looks like she's jumped. She's about to come down on Supergirl swinging this big structure and it just kind of makes me laugh because that that is a pretty good background joke (laughs) to show that Supergirl is kind of half paying attention and Rampage is about to knock her something silly so (laughs) it just uh it's kind of a fun little unassuming panel and in terms of the likenesses they looked enough like the show without being two on the nose so you could kind of separate them if you wanted to like if you just wanted to read them as individual Supergirl comics you could but if you wanted to see them through the eyes of the TV show you could make that connection as well and overall I really enjoyed Adventures of Supergirl number one I thought it really captured the show and the voices of the characters the tone of the show 
And it was just nice to be able to read a new Supergirl comic. And I'm really looking forward to continuing the story and seeing what happens because there's a little cliffhanger at the end of this. Alex's plane is going down. And uh, I really liked the idea of that moment because Supergirl is talking in the comic about how when she was first discovered in the public eye, it was because she was saving and rescuing her sister on a plane. And now she's having to kind of deal with her sister's plane going down again. And it's not her fault, really. It's kind of indirectly her fault because Rampage actually grabs her foot, her leg, and throws her at the plane. So even though she is the one who makes contact with the plane that makes it go down, she is not at fault. It's Rampage who does it. And so there's a little danger at the end of this issue. And of course, I expect Supergirl to save the plane and save the day. But I am excited to see what happens and to see what happens in the next issue. Because I think a lot of this first issue was trying to establish the world of the series. And now that we've gotten all the flashbacks and the connections to the show out of the way, now I think Sterling can probably tell the story that he wants to tell in this series. So I'm excited to see what happens. Well, those are my brief thoughts for Adventures of Supergirl number one. Highly recommend you picking it up. It's only about 99 cents. You can get it on Comixology and Amazon and uh, through DC Comics. And make sure that if you do get it, that you go in and rate it. It's a very easy way to give feedback on what you thought about this issue and kind of gives DC an idea of how people are liking it. So I highly recommend that you do that. But if you want to stay in touch with Supergirl Radio, you can email us at supergirlradio at gmail.com. You can post a comment on our website at supergirlradio.com. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram, all at Supergirl Radio. And I just want to give a big shout out to listener Mark Bickford, who suggested we use the title Adventures of Supergirl Radio for this series of podcast episodes. Super clever, mad at myself that I didn't think of it. <laughs> but uh, if you would like to follow Mark on Twitter, you can do that at MarkHBPWM. And we have become a literal Supergirl radio on Spotify. So check out our playlist. We have songs that are about Supergirl, that have Supergirl in the title, that mention Supergirl. There are tracks that have been played on the show so if you like the music on the cbs series you might see that in the playlist and we've had some listeners add and collaborate with that playlist so if you're on spotify you can do that too if you want to put some songs in there you can add to it and we are available on itunes and stitcher so if you've got some time we encourage you to give us a rating and write a review and as a reminder, we are also part of the DC TV Podcast Circle. So if you also like Gotham, Arrow, The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, and even DC movies, subscribe to our DC TV Podcast mega feed and follow at DC TV Podcast on Twitter and like DC TV Podcast on Facebook. If you want to keep in touch with me, you can follow me on Twitter at DerbyKid, that's D-E-R-B-Y-K-I-D, and watch videos I've shot and edited on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash duckmilkprod. That's D-U-C-K-M-I-L-K-P-R-O-D. Well, thanks for listening, and join us next time as we continue to go on The Adventures of Supergirl. Supergirl.